there's a point I want to talk about. In Chinuch. Which maybe people don't think about enough. But the thing is, it's nearly Rosh Hashanah. So that's tied into the concept of Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara says that Rosh Hashanah, the Malachim come to Hashem. And they ask, why aren't the Jewish people saying Hadal in Rosh Hashanah? And Hashem answers, and he says, Sifrei Chaim and Sifrei Mesim Aksuchim. The book of life, of who's going to live and who's going to die, are open in front of me. And Kaisha should be saying, Hello. And now Kaddish Baruch's answer makes a lot of sense. Rosh Hashanah, we're not feeling particularly happy. We're feeling the fear of what's going to be with us. But what needs explanation is what was the Malachim's question? Why should we say Hello? On Pesach we say Hadal because we came out of Mitzrayim. On Shavuot we say Hadal because we got the Torah. But Rosh Hashanah, what should we be saying Hadal about? That the Malachim are surprised that there was a reason to say Hadal. So let's explain this to the principle. A principle which we've mentioned in this series a number of times. And there is a difference between discipline and Chinuch. Is discipline can deal with this incident, with this particular action. Chinuch is training for the future actions. And if a person is looking how to respond to what happened now, it might be shot of discipline. If a person is looking what to do to change the future, it's a shot of chinuch. And with that in mind, And therefore, let's give an example of where a principle of Chinuch like this would apply. In other words, something which is aimed to the future. What I want to talk about is the concept of Akar Satav. And I don't mean Akar Satav that children should have for their parents. That's an off-discussed topic. And that's something which most parents feel their children don't have. That's true. That's not the point of the discussion. What I want to talk about is the other way around. And that is expressing a cause of thought to your children. And why is that important? Because often you ask your children to do something for you. And it's the right thing to do, and it's understood, and it's their mitzvah of kibbutz And it's expected. You ask for a favor, you ask for help, you ask to do, run an errand, do a chore. So of course, that's what that's meant to happen. But that's where you'd leave it. So to some extent, a person feels like you've used them for what you needed. You needed something, you asked them to do it, they did it for you, you used them for what you needed. The Akar Satayv, afterwards, to come and say, thank you for what you did, gives Hashivas to the person. I didn't need you for something now. I wasn't coming to ask for something else or approach you because I want you to do something. 
the fact that I'm coming just to say, thank you, I appreciate it, is a chashivus that you machshiv with the person and what they did. Even when it wasn't necessary for me to come over to you. And the effect of that is that a person feels good about what they did. They don't feel that they were used, even if they, they're something that they owe the other person. They feel that they were valued for what they could provide. And again, why we call it chinuch is because that time, that way, the next time round, it's going to be so much easier for the other person to listen and to respect orders, what to be able to give and to be able to do, because it has a positive connotation. That they were valued for their contribution rather than being used for what they could do. And it applies to everything, not just to children. In every interaction, a person can approach it in a way where he needs something, he wants something, and reaches out to others to provide him with a need. And the other person, even if they're doing a chesed or even if they're helping somebody, to a certain extent can still feel that I was used for what I could do. The person only reached out to me because he needed me. But the fact that afterwards I can appreciate the person that applies to everybody. As I was saying, imagine a person who's wealthy and yes, he gives stock to mitzvah, that's what he has to do. But if people come and ask for the money and once they receive their handout, they check, they never they disappear until the next time they need to ask. So of course the person feels it, but he's only being approached because he's needed. Whereas if the recipient would come back a few days later just to say thank you, it helped me so much, I have no idea what a difference it made, I just came back to appreciate it. The person feels good. They feel that the person is machshiv me for giving them, not just the fact that I needed to take. And it applies to the teacher, and it applies to a rov, and it applies to every the Rosh Hashiva, it doesn't make a difference. Yes, people in, are in the Yeshiva to take, to, to learn, take information, whatever it might be. Karasatov is I value the person for what they gave me. It's not just I'm coming to take what I can get. And therefore the way we teach that to children is give them the good feeling of what it means to be appreciated. To be appreciated because that makes all the difference. When a person feels that someone appreciates them, that they're willing to do. They're looking to they're looking to for more opportunities. I'm not just saying this as a way to as a ploy to get someone to cooperate in the future. It really is a good minute. And it's really something which we mechuyev. The fact that someone helps us doesn't mean we have to be grateful, even if it's somebody who was mechuyev to help us. So that's the basis of the middah. And that is, the expression of Akar Satayv is there to machshiv the person. It's there to show that you value what the person did, not just because I needed them. But, there's a one time when Akar Satav isn't good. Now I'll tell you a story which happened to me a few days ago, which just brings out this point. Now there's a certain family who came to me, a couple came to me a number of months back for advice, you know, the Shalom Bayis and other things. 
And so we found the time to sit with them for an hour or two and uh, help give them a certain strategy, certain ideas for them to implement. I never heard from them again. That was a long time ago. A few days ago, half past 12 at night, I got a phone call. I answer. And it's this man, doesn't even know Yishalayim. He was calling me half past 12 at night. And I answered the phone and says, oh, Rabbi Steiner, I just wanted to thank you for all that help you gave us. You remember that like, a few months ago? So I answered him. Tell me what, what, what went wrong now? Because no one calls up months later, 12 30 at night, just to say thank you. It must be that suddenly he needs me again. And now that he says, oh, I need him again, so I better say thank you first for last time. That's not a thank you. That's not a Khorasatov. That's just, when I want somebody, I've come back to the stage where I need somebody. So now I'm prefacing the, my new request with, oh, I better say thank you because otherwise it doesn't look like I didn't thank you for last time. And that's a thank you which is better not to say. It doesn't endear you to the other person. It just makes you feel you're being used again. A thank you has to be a thank you when it's coming just as a thank you. The point of Akkara Satov is a match of the person. It's not, I'm not just approaching them when it's good for me or when I need them. If you understand this, now let's go back to where we began. Gemara says, One place will sing Shir Rosh Hashanah. Why should we say Shir Rosh Hashanah? It's obvious. We now see the din of the year before. When we'll be standing in Rosh Hashanah Tav Shem Gimel, we can now see everything on Kaddish Baruch decided for us in Rosh Hashanah Tav Shem And if we're back here again, and we're alive, and we're healthy, and our families are alive, and they're healthy, and there hasn't been a day gone by where we had no food to eat, and we've never been in a situation of war or of any other persecution, and we're free to keep the mitzvahs and the Torah as much as we want, we have so much to be grateful for. And if that's the case, of course in Rosh Hashanah we should be saying Shalom. Of course in Rosh Hashanah we'd be thanking Hashem. We can now see what a wonderful year He gave us. So why aren't we? That's what Hashem responds. Because right now they begin again. It's Rosh Hashanah again. And right now they only begin again. What's going to be in the year of Toshim Gimel? And if that's the case, to come down and say, Hashem, thank you very much. Oh no, Hashem, we're staying in the din, please give us a good din. That's not the way to say thank you. You can't sing halal when you're coming to ask. You can't say thank you when you have a request. That's not a real thank you. That's not a real halal. When the Sifre Chaim and Sifre Mesim are open, so now we can ask Baruch Baruch Hu. But now when we need him, so to speak, in that way, that's, then Hakaras HaTov doesn't sound like Hakaras HaTov. It's just prefacing our requests. And therefore the Chazal say, when is the Hakaras HaTov, which was meant to be in Rosh Hashanah? That's the Halal of Sukkot. Because by the time Sukkot comes, the din's closed. You keep us over. And now we, we aren't in a situation where we're being judged. The judgment's already been sealed. And now if we come in to thank Hashem, it's a real thank you. It's a thank you without any other invested vested interests, any ulterior motives. It's thank you to say thank you. 
and then it's a proper halal. And the similar concept we find in Ashmanesh is broken up into three sections. It starts with praise for Hashem, and then all our requests from Hashem, and it ends with thanks, with Moedim. Why does it end with Moedim? Why don't we start with Moedim? And I think it's the same you said. Because if you're going to say first thank you, and then what we need, then it makes the thank you look like it's just a preface to more questions, more requests, more vakashas. And that negates the effect of a thank you. And therefore Chazal constructed the Twitter the other way around. First ask everything you want to ask for. All the requests come first. Afterwards say thank you. Because now the thank you is a thank you. I'm going to say thank you but not because I need something else. I'm going to say thank you because I want to appreciate what you did. It's such an important minute to learn. But the way to teach Akarasatov isn't to demand thanks. It doesn't work. The way to teach Akarasatov is to give people the good feeling of being appreciated. To give them the sense of what it's like that someone appreciates you and thanks you for what you did. And the surge of motivation a person has to want to do more for them. So yes, thank your kids. Express Akarasatov to them. Because that's why you're teaching them a pile what it means, the power of Akar Satov. As in the side. You're also going to make it that much easier for them to obey you the next time around. Because now they have a good feeling associated with helping. There's a motivation to want to show that they're willing to help because they're looking forward to that appreciation that they get afterwards. But more importantly than that, is I understand the value of what it means to be makritova. And that is the value of being makshiv, giving importance to the person who helped you. It's not just a question of taking advantage of them from what you can get from them. It's something more than that. It's the ability to show that you thank the person who gave you. Even when right now I don't need them. Right now I have no requests to ask for the future. And that's what makes Akarazatov a real Akarazatov. Perhaps we're still before Rosh Hashanah. If that's the case, looking at the wonderful Yashem did give us, right now we're not only bedin yet, we're asking for more things. Yes, you can take this opportunity to say to say thank you. You make your tether for all the good Akash Prophe gave us in the year which has gone past. And come Sukkot, we'll be singing hail for this. Not yet for the year ahead, we don't know what's going to be. But for the year which we really win Zecha to build up through an experience and grow from. So then Akarasatav will be a real Akarasatav.